The Twins absolutely destroy Michael Kopech and the White Sox. They win game two, eight to two. It's throat stomping season on today's episode of Locked on Twins. You are locked on Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, July 5th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Lockdown Sports listeners. Get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKDOWN at checkout. Again, this is Nash Walker. I've been writing at Twins Daily for four seasons. been hosting this podcast Monday through Friday, five days a week in the off season all year long for three seasons. This is my third season doing that. And I mean, I can't believe that I started, I started in 2019. It's pretty wild. I've seen this team grow. I've seen this team change. I've seen this team struggle. I've seen this team have success. I've seen this team hit a bajillion home runs and they hit five home runs in Chicago tonight. I think my first reaction is I've said in the past, even recently this season, and the twins, it's not like the twins are lacking home runs, but I said with runners on base, I would like to see the twins pull the ball in the air more, hit the ball in the air more, try to hit the ball out of the ballpark because you see what happens. And I know that this team is different. It's not a home run reliant team. I I do think that's a good thing because a a more well-rounded offense is going to have success more consistently twins haven't been as consistent i don't think it's because they're relying on home runs i actually think that sometimes it's because they don't hit enough home runs but you see what happens when you just pound a team and you continue to hit the ball out of the park you hit five home runs in a game the Sox get some life the game's three to one you know kepler hits a solo shot miranda hits a two run homer it's three to nothing Sox get life they get a rally going in the fourth it's three to one and then Corey polanco hits a two-run homer makes it five to one and then Alex Kirloff, and then Alex Kirloff again. And it's just, the game is out of reach when you hit the ball over the fence. And I think this Twins offense has shown us how talented they are in games like this. And that's why it's so frustrating when they're inconsistent, because I do think that this lineup one through nine now, especially with Kirloff, is very deep and very strong. And we'll talk about Josh Winder today too. The Twins have the fifth lowest ERA among all starting pitching groups in Major League Baseball, it's like Dodgers, Yankees, Astros, Rays, Twins. That's the top five for starting pitching ERA. It's it's incredible, and that's kind of the story of this year, and we'll ultimately come back to that. But when you have your team MVP from a year ago in Jorge Polanco batting fifth in this lineup and hitting a big-time home run to make the game 5-1, to one, that shows the length of the lineup. When you have Alex Kirloff batting sixth, hitting two home runs, that shows the length of your lineup. It wasn't Arise. It wasn't Buxton. It wasn't Correa tonight. It was Kirilov, Polanco, Kepler, Miranda. It was the other guys getting it done. And that's why this offense is so exciting because they are so talented one through nine. Gary Sanchez is probably the worst hitter in this lineup tonight, and he's very talented. You know, he's a talented hitter, and he hasn't been very productive. He hasn't been bad but as a catcher you know you you hope for more from Gary Sanchez 
but he can hit the ball out of the park at any time. And this lineup is just talented. And I think people did forget about Alex Kirilov. And I, I think people thought like, okay, where's Alex Kirilov? But people forgot, especially how good this dude can be from the left side. We're talking a lineup altering bat. And I said that when he came back and he was raking at AAA, you can see how confident, comfortable, healthy he looks in the box right now. And you have to be cautious because at any time that risk could flare up and there goes his power, there goes his swing. And it's kind of something we're going to have to watch. It feels like for the rest of his career, but right now in this moment is exactly why take this moment right now. He did this last year in like May in mid May last year, he did this. And I was watching him at target field in the middle of a lost season for the twins in May, as crazy as that sounds, he did this for a stretch. And I, it was chills. Like certain guys give you the chills as hitters, certain swings and he did this, and that's why I was so sold on him. It was just a week-long stretch. It wasn't that long at all. But the swings he put on the ball, the opposite field power, the power to dead center, I was sold on him in that week. And then he had the wrist problem, and then he shut down. And then this year he's awful out of the gate, shut down again with the wrist problem. And he's doing it again right now in this stretch, coming off the injured list. This is what he did last year. This is why I was sold on Alex Kirloff. But it doesn't just have to be that week. It's He's the 15th pick you know, in the first round of the draft in 2015. And he's uberly talented. He was one of the best players in the minors in 2018 across all of baseball. I believe Keith Law ranked him as the ninth best prospect in baseball going into 2019 or at least in 2019. And that's who he is. He's a a former top 10 to 15 global prospect in baseball who's healthy and hitting at the major league level. I'm not surprised, but I am impressed by him he is he is a lineup altering bat for the twins and he has been since he's come off the injured list Alex Kirilov just a whole nother dimension to this lineup he is he's special he has a special swing he can go to all fields he's left-handed which I love I said the twins need a left-handed bat and you're kind of seeing it come together and it's such a beautiful thing now you have your right-handed power in Buxton and Correa and even Sanchez and Miranda, and you have your left-handed bats in Polanco as a switch hitter, but better from the left side. Luis Arise, Alex Kirloff, it's coming together. It's so pretty. Let's talk about Josh Weiner after this word from Blue Now. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond size, shape, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. If you're looking for fine jewelry but you're having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports, Locked On Twins listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKDOWN. That's code LOCKDOWN. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. The Twins beat the White Sox 8-2. They hit five home runs. But Josh Winder was awesome for five innings. And then Caleb Thielbar with a 1-2-3. Six striking out the side was impressive. Winder is the twins depth this year. And I said it and I'll say it again. It's a battle of depth here. When you have the White Sox and the twins and the twins so far this year have been the deepest and best team in the American League Central. And maybe that's not saying much when you put them in the scope of the American League. 
They're definitely not the deepest or the best team in the American League. They are the deepest and the best team in the American League Central, at least to this point of the season. And, and they're showing it off. And I thought Winder was good tonight. You'd like to see his fastball get more to that 96 we saw when he first was starting this year and was dominating and went to Tampa and dominated dominated at home against, I think it was Detroit. And he was more 95-96. He was more 93-95 to 95 today. He was touching 95 and, and sat there for you know stretches of time, but he was more 93-94. And it's important for him to regain that that velocity. I think if he did work out of the bullpen, he'd be 96-97. But he looks good as a starter. His changeup was a weapon tonight. He lost the feel of it a couple times, but it was a weapon in a couple at-bats to Gavin Sheets. And, you know, Reese McGuire kind of reached out and hit one to center on a change. But he's got a 90, you know, 88 to 90 mile an hour changeup. His slider is his best pitch at 84 to 86. And his fastball can reach the mid-90s. So, and he's big and he's strong and he's, you know, 25 years old and he's pretty seasoned. He spent a lot of time in the minors. I think Josh Winder is absolutely a mid-rotation arm for the Twins. The key is going to be, can his shoulder stay healthy? And even if he is on the mound, you know, how is his health? Is he 92, 93, 94? Or is he 95, 96 and reaching 97? Those are the questions for Josh Winder. Every player has question marks, but I think you can, you know, pretty comfortably health-permitting slot Josh Winder in as a mid-rotation starter in the future. Right now, as a rookie, the Twins are protecting him in some ways. He was on the injured list for a while. He only goes five tonight. He's still a rookie pitcher, and that's so finicky, and he struggled against Houston. He wasn't very good before he went on the injured list. So he's going to have ups and downs, but so far this year, Josh Winder's been exactly what I think the Twins had hoped for on the mound. I think he's got a 312 ERA and 40 and change innings. He's worked out of the bullpen. He's worked as a starter. He goes to Chicago tonight, gives them five good innings and gives the offense an opportunity. I talked about this last night. The key to so many twins wins this year is the pitching staff, just giving the offense an opportunity to win the game. And it, sometimes it's the other way around. It's like you need, your pitcher needs to give, yes, the team a chance to win the game, but it's the twins offense a chance to take control of a game. And I guess that's maybe a different way of saying it, but that's how the Twins have won a lot of the games this year is they have a top five ERA in their starting rotation in all of baseballs. <laughs> I mean, if you would have told me that, it's July 5th. If you would have told me the Twins would have a, a top five starters ERA, and I would be shocked. I wouldn't care how many innings they've thrown. Like that is a large sample size into July. The Twins are over halfway done with their season and they have a top five rotation in baseball by ERA. They haven't done it traditionally. It's not the same five guys every five days. You know, Winder's been in, Smeltzer's been in, Over is on the injury. Archer's now on the 15-day IL. So guys have been in and out, but overall the staff on the season has been a, a huge surprise and, and the biggest development for the Twins and the biggest reason why they are 10 games above 500 and in position to sweep the Chicago White Sox. Now you have Joe Ryan going on Wednesday. <clears throat> Excuse me, you got Joe Ryan going against Lance Lynn in Wednesday's day game, and you have a chance to sweep. And I said this last night, you have a chance to throat stomp the White Sox right now. If you win Wednesday and you sweep them, you're up by seven and a half games. And even if you don't, you're still leaving Chicago up five and a half games on the White Sox. And the Guardians have lost three in a row to Detroit. They got swept in the doubleheader yesterday. They got stopped today. So you're up four and a half on Cleveland. Maybe you pick up another game on them tomorrow and you start to create that distance. I think going into the all-star break, my prediction on the spreadsheet, and I think the goal would is to be 52 and 42. And that would require them to go five and five the rest of the way to be 52 and 42 going into the break. 
they can probably beat that. Like if there were 11 games above 500, they got the Rangers. They do have Milwaukee and the White Sox again. So five and five is is reasonable. I think if you go in at 52 and 42 to the all-star break, you're going to have a five, six game lead on the White Sox, most likely depending on where those wins come. Cause four of those games are against the Sox next week. And actually five of them are against the Sox. So it's important where you win those games. But if you go into the break and you are four, five, six, seven games up on both the guardians and the White Sox, you have to be feeling pretty, pretty good. Let's talk more about this twins winner tonight, Jose Miranda. Let's talk about Miranda mania first with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models. It's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you in their How Did You Hear About Us box. That's rockauto.com. Miranda Mania, baby. Gets a little slide piece to the bottom of the zone, crushes it to left field. Jose Miranda hit 30 home runs in the minors last year. This is this is why I do this. Last year, I'm sitting here. The Twins suck. And I'm sitting here watching the minors and following Jose Miranda's season. I'm just mesmerized by the numbers he's putting up at AA and AAA, especially when he got moved up and hit three home runs in his debut. I'm mesmerized by the numbers. And I'm just thinking, all I'm thinking about is how does Jose Miranda fit into the next Twins winning Twins team? How does Royce Lewis fit into the next winning Twins team? That's all you can think about when the team is as bad as the Twins were a year ago. This is so fun for me. And I think it's fun for Twins fans to now see Jose Miranda hitting for a winning Twins team, a first-place Twins team, just like that. It feels like it happened quickly. And last year you know, was long. And I'm not going to forget about last year. I actually referenced it a lot because I think the narrative of this season relies on last year, right? So much of it is dictated by their last-place finish last year, the pitching falling apart. How will they rebound? Their offseason moves, trading Donaldson. How does that look? Carlos Correa, how is he fit in? All of those things set up for a narrative in 2022. And Jose Miranda is part of that story for the Twins. Incredible in the minors last year. Absolutely awful when he first came up this year. I'm like, who is this dude? I don't recognize this guy. And then he's starting to just crush the ball. And he's been great for them. Over the last couple of weeks, he's been awesome. He's hitting for power. He's hitting for average. He's driving in runs. And I think he's a great number seven hitter in a lineup. I think he has real upside. Now, there have been some questions because Miguel Sano is on a rehab assignment for the FCL Twins down in Florida. And people are wondering, you know, what is Miranda's role? Look, guess what? If Miranda hits like this, he's not going anywhere. His playing time is not going to be impacted by Miguel Sano. If Jose Miranda's hitting 300 with power, you know, over a couple months span, because it's not going to be for a while until Sano comes back, then you don't even have to worry about it. And if Miranda's struggling and he's not hitting well, then it's a different conversation. We'll see if he's healthy and he's performing. If he is, the, the question answers itself with Miguel Sano. There's, there's no question there. Miranda is the future. And I think right now he's showing you so many, so many good things at the plate. And it's just fun to watch. 
you know, I was watching the White Sox broadcast tonight because I think Jason Benetti is incredible. I think he's great. And I, I shook his hand at Mizzou. I think he's great. I strive to be a, you know, a similar broadcaster to Jason Benetti. He's the White Sox play-by-play guy. I enjoy him and Steve Stone. But I watch it because I like to hear their perspective on the Twins because, you know, it's a division rival. It's the White Sox. I want to hear what they have to say about the Twins. And Benetti was talking about how young this Twins lineup was tonight. You know, you got Luis Sarais, who's only 25, and people forget. And Steve Stone said tonight, yeah, like Luis Sarais feels like he's been around forever. He's 25. He's so young. Alex Kirloff is so young. Jose Miranda is young. Gilberto Celestino is young. It's a lo- young lineup. And even Byron Buxton, you know, is not even 30 yet. So it's a young, fun lineup. And it's good to see everybody kind of come together and perform together. Uh, I think it's a well-built lineup. The roster is probably not well-built as a whole because of the bullpen. I think the offense in the lineup is really well-built. And it, it helps when you have Carlos Correa. And it helps when you have Byron Buxton. And it helps when Luis Arise is having the season he's having. I think it's well-constructed. I think it's very dangerous, one through nine. I think in any given inning, it feels like they could have that inning. And and I just watched it from the White Sox perspective tonight. I watched it on their broadcast and it felt like there were no easy outs tonight. And that's, what's going to happen when you hit five home runs, but it especially feels the best teams in baseball, you know, the Yankees, they have amazing right-handed hitters. The Astros are the team I look at. I think the reason the Astros have been so good is because they have a lot of good hitters, but because they also go right, left, right, left, right, left in their lineup. And they have great, three great right-handed hitters, three great left-handed hitters, or at least they have in the past. And I think you're starting to see that with the Twins, which is so exciting. And I, I touched on that a little bit earlier. But you feel like there's no matchup that really benefits you because as a right-handed pitcher, the right-handed hitters you're facing are Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa. And then you have to face tough lefties in Jorge Polanco and Luis Arise and Alex Kirilov. It's not a good matchup for any pitcher. And then as a lefty, you have to face Buxton and Correa who are going to crush left-handed pitching and you have to face Jose Miranda, who crushes left-handed pitching. And then, the, you know, Jorge Polanco is a switch hitter. You're going to have to see Kyle Garlick, who destroys lefties. It's not a good matchup for an opposing pitcher. And if the Twins can just get enough good starts and the bullpen can cobble it together and, and just be competent until the trade deadline, I think they're going to continue to win. I think they're going to continue to impress me. Twins win. Go for the sweep. I, this is awesome, man. Like, if you can go out there and sweep the Sox tomorrow – that would be awesome. Uh, it's already been a series win. They've already clinched the series win. But it's throat stomping time. Like I said, go stomp on their throat in Wednesday's finale. You are in the driver's seat completely. Thanks for making Locked on Twins your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. And he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again for listening. Like, subscribe, comment, leave a review on Apple Pods or whatever you do. Thanks again. Have a great day and go Twins.